You got more nerve than a cracked tooth, Jacob, Tom Milam said to his older brother as he retreated to a safe distance, and glanced over his shoulder as if expecting to see their father come striding toward them from the bluff overlooking the Platte River. His gaze lingered a second or two before returning to Jacob and the rattlesnake that was coiled in the middle of the deer trail. At thirteen years, Jacob was shooting up in size. One day he would be as big-boned and broad-shouldered as his father. Jacob brushed a strand of sun-bleached gold hair out of his eyes, waved a forked stick in the rattler's face, and jumped back as the brown and black banded reptile cracked like a whip. It missed its mark by inches and immediately coiled again, tail rattling and tongue flicking in the direction of the thirteen-year-old. Ten-year-old Tom Milam was slim and dark, as quick and wary as a fox, in truth the bearer of his mother's attributes. He lifted the rifle Jacob had set aside and pointed it at the reptile. The gun barrel wavered, for the long gun was heavy as hell for him to hold. Jacob caught a glimpse of his brother out of the corner of his eye. Put it down, Tommy, the older boy remarked. You're as like to hit me as old Beelzebub here. The snake struck again, and Jacob once more leapt out of harm's way. This time, as the snake retreated to coil anew, Jacob attacked. He darted in, and with a flick of the wrist, pinned the rattler to the ground, catching the snake's lethal head in the fork of the stick. Jacob reached for his Arkansas toothpick, a knife with a fourteen-inch blade of double-edged steel. One quick flash of steel, and Jacob lifted a headless length of meat that writhed and twisted in his grasp. The rattler's severed head bared its fangs, a reflex that death had yet to still. Jacob opened a pouch hung at his side and dropped the remains of the snake inside. What do you aim to do with that? Tom grimaced. Eat it, Jacob replied matter-of-factly, and make a belt of its hide. You gotta be kidding, Tom said. Injuns do it all the time, Jacob explained. That's what Kilhenny told me, and seeing as he's part redskin, he ought to know. Well, I ain't eating no snake, so we better hunt us up a buck or buffalo calf, or even a plump rabbit, Tom said, his mouth watering at the thought. He looked over his shoulder, southward toward the Platte River, where the Milams and four other families had camped for the night. Maybe we better not wander too far. You never can tell, we might run into some engines. Tom brandished the rifle, though it was much too big for him. What would engines want with us? Jacob scoffed. Tom looked up at his older brother, a grin on his face. That snake of yours? An engine rather eat rattler than plum pudding any day. He laughed aloud, working the rifle behind Jacob's legs, and gave a shove, then scampered off as Jacob landed hard on his bottom in the buffalo grass. Tom, you! But Tom was running flat out, and Jacob could only crawl to his feet and race after him. Tom was quick, fleet of foot, and possessed the boundless energy of a jackrabbit. But Jacob's long-legged gait offset his younger brother's speed, and he quickly closed on his prey. Tom managed to glance over his shoulder and, spying his brother, started laughing uncontrollably and blundered into a covey of quail that exploded from the yellow grass and tripped him up. Tom tossed the rifle aside, almost impaling himself on the barrel, and tumbled out of sight and groaned in agony.
Jacob rushed toward the huddled shape of his brother. Tom lay curled and suffering as Jacob slid to a halt and knelt at his side. For God's sake, Tom, what happened? Where are you hurt? Oh, Jacob, I think I busted it, Tom moaned. The side of his face was matted with dirt and strands of grass, and his eyes rolled up until only the white showed. He clawed at his chest and managed to open his shirt. What's the matter? Jacob repeated, really worried now. Tom fumbled with the buttons of his shirt, reached inside and gasped. See for yourself, Jacob. It's broke.